Hey everyone, it's Brian. Before we get started with the show, I want to take a couple of seconds and talk to you about something that's really important to everybody. A good night's sleep. Recently, I found myself having a hard time falling and staying asleep. I was waking up every morning with shoulder and back pain and I felt like I'd been in a fight the entire night instead of getting a good night's sleep. I thought it was just stress and maybe the back issues from many years in law enforcement and carrying a heavy duty belt. But then I got to thinking about my mattress. It had been several years since we replaced it, so I started taking a look around. And that's when I found Vitalis Sleep. We ordered their 12-inch Platinum Copper Cool Hybrid mattress and two of their adjustable cooling pillows. After the first night, I woke up the following morning and I felt like a new man. I had no shoulder and back pain, and I felt better than I'd felt in years. So if you're having trouble sleeping or you're waking up feeling groggy and tired in the mornings, or if you can't remember the last time you've changed out your mattress, Head over to VitalisSleep.com right now. They're offering all of my listeners a 20% discount on anything you purchase off the website. Just enter the promo code ODYSSEY20 at checkout and you'll get 20% off of your entire order. The link is in the show notes, so head over there now and start sleeping better tonight. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Now, what are you reporting? Uh, I got a strange going on out here. Something just killed my dog. Something killed your dog? My dog went flying through the air over the tree. I don't know how it did it. Okay. Damn it, I'm really confused. All I saw was my dog coming over the fence, and Nate was dead when she hit the ground. I didn't see any cars. All I saw was my dog coming over the fence. Something crawling around out here. 
as it was standing up. I'm out here looking through the window now and I don't see anything. I don't want to go outside. Jesus Christ, you better... Sheriff, Hello? Get somebody out here. What's going on now, sir? That son of a bitch is about six foot nine, I don't know. Do you see him now, sir? Yes, I'm looking right at him. Uh-oh. Hey, everybody. This is Lestrade. Yes, yes, I know. A.K.A. Survivor Man. And you're listening to Brian, Sasquatch Odyssey. Hey guys, and welcome back to Sasquatch Odyssey. Thank you guys so much for being with us for the show. It is Friday. I hope you guys have had a great week. We've got three amazing guests lined up for you. But as always, I want to start the show by inviting you. If you've had an encounter and you'd like to be on the show, shoot me an email. You can get me at brian at paranormalworldproductions.com. You can head over to the website, check it out, become a member, and help support the show. As I said, we've got three amazing guests lined up for you on the show tonight. And it's actually Josh, Tyler, and Denny from the Kentucky X-Files. It's a weekly podcast that they do over there. And I have to tell you, they reached out to me a while back, and Tyler wanted to know about advertising their show to grow their audience on my show. And I was like, you know, why don't you guys just come on the show and talk about your show? Because I have to tell you, this is one of the things that I enjoy the most about my job and doing this full-time is being able to give back to other people. And one of the many amazing things that you all are responsible for as the audience of the show is giving me the platform to help other podcasters with their show. And it's something that I really enjoy doing. And I help a lot of people behind the scenes. I don't get on the show and talk about it because I do get people who reach out to me and they want help with their show. And I am so thankful that I'm able to do that. The second we started this interview, I instantly felt a connection with all these guys. They're very intelligent. They have some really interesting theories, which we get into in this episode. They're all musicians. We have that in common. I've sang in bands my entire life and been around music. I'm actually getting the guys to hopefully send me over a couple of songs, and I'm going to choose one of them, and it'll be the outro song for this show. So make sure you stick around to the end of the episode, and you can hear some of their original music as well. So this is definitely a different episode than you normally get on this show. It's kind of a campfire sort of feel. We're all just sitting around talking and chewing the fat and talking about some theories and sharing some of their own personal encounter stories. In addition to some of the theories that they have about other cryptids, UFOs, and other things. So I'll have everything linked in the show notes. Make sure you go over and check out their show. And if you haven't already done so, please rate and review this show wherever you're listening to the podcast. And check out our website, ParanormalWorldProductions.com. You can go over to the Sasquatch Odyssey blog at the top of the page and see any show-related photos. And we get into a discussion about some of the sounds that Denny has experienced that Thinker Thunker has kind of broken down. I'm going to link to a video on Thinker Thunker over there. I'm going to play some of that audio in here so you'll hear that during the episode, but head over to the website if you want to check out the video. I'll have it linked to his YouTube page over there on the Sasquatch Odyssey blog. But enough of that. I know you guys are ready to get into it. Josh, Tyler, and Denny are ready to go. So I'm going to stop talking. You guys sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. to the show. It's Josh, Tyler, and Denny from the Kentucky X-Files. Welcome to the show, guys. 
Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thanks for yeah. having us. Yeah, I've been excited to talk to you. I'm glad you reached out. So let's get into the story. What got you into cryptids? You guys go one at a time and tell me, was it experiences or is just general interest as a child? But what sent you on this path you've been on for a while? Yeah, you got to start this uh, off. Yeah. I, it, it didn't start as a cryptid thing. I didn't, I didn't learn that it was a cryptid until later. So uh, roughly 20 years ago, I, man, I, this is a this is a tale. I hope you're ready for it. Okay, so I was working with this guy, and we he was new. We we uh, we were doing like uh, recycling uh, wooden pallets and cardboard and all that junk, and we're working in this big warehouse by ourselves. And out of nowhere, he's like, "Hey, man, you believe in demons?" Out of nowhere. I mean, it's it's left field. So you, you can imagine my my you know response to that. I'm like, "Wow, man, I you know." I've, Never seen one, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say to that. And he's like, "Well, I've seen one." So he starts to tell me this tale where uh, down in down in Kentucky, uh, probably a good thirty minutes south of us, he's on this old back road. You know, there's it's a gravel road. You know, it's a, like a state road that's still gravel. And they they found this spot to go camping by this creek, and it was him and his brother and his couple of girls or whatever, and. They, they started hearing these crazy screams coming out of the woods and they were shining lights up there and they could see eye shine looking at them and the eye shine kept changing positions and they could actually hear the movement of it, like running back and forth and screaming at them again and changing positions and all that. And um, eventually they, they got terrified because he goes, man, it, it's like it sounds like a woman being murdered. And at the time, this is 20 years ago, this is before all the podcasts and all the shows and all this stuff, that comment stuck out to me. It sounds like a woman being murdered. And I'm like, God, that is, that's a terrifying prospect, you know? And even just right then when he told me that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be, that would creep me right out or whatever. And he starts telling me that finally the girls weren't having it anymore. They're like, we got to go. We're leaving. They pile into this old, you know, Bronco or whatever it was, like old Blazer Bronco, and they they peel out of there. Well, this thing is keeping pace with them, and they can see the eyes following, and they're hauling ass up this up this road, right? Pardon my language. And he says that uh, <laughs> he gets all the way home, you know, good good you know fifteen minute trip back to his his mom's house. They all pile up, go upstairs. And they're all freaking out. They're they're looking out their window, and they can see the eye shine at the edge of the yard in the woods. Like it 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 had followed them all the way there. And I'm at this point in the story, I'm kind of like, all right, you're crazy as hell, man. What do you come on? You know, give me a break. And he starts telling me like, hey, look, you know, this thing's still following me. Like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't go out at night anymore, man, ever. I'm like, okay, that, that's got to be kind of challenging. I mean, you know, he's stuck by the story. And I'm, you know, I, I was like, okay, well, I tell a buddy of mine about it. And I'm like, you got to come up and hear this guy's story. He's crazy as hell. This dude's crazy. Like, you're going to laugh when you hear this. It's a good story. Like, you'll, you'll laugh. We invite the guy over to my parents' house at the time. And we're sitting out front having a few drinks, just 
enjoying the evening. I invite him to tell the whole tale to, to a buddy of mine. He spills out the whole thing. We're sitting there, you know, it's starting to get into evening. It starts getting dark and I'm, I'm actually, I'm ashamed of this, but I was actually kind of trying to keep him sucked in because it was starting to get dark. And I'm like, let's see. Well, true to form, man, out of nowhere, he goes, he just leans up real quick and he's like, I have to go. He's like, it's here. And I'm sitting there like, I got this like smile on my face, like, okay, it's here. You know, he literally left his stuff and just ran down to his car and just jumped in his car and just took off. And we're, we're sitting there like, wow, man, like that really sold the story. Like that was, that was good. You know, like, Man, that was a that was a good little effect he just did to just seal it, you know, to to freak us out. We're sitting there, you know, and a couple minutes go by, and we're just kind of laughing, like, "Yeah, he's crazier than hell." That scream came from less than I'd say twenty five feet away from us. My parents had this these like a uh, kind of a dog kennel uh, set up next to their house where they had a few dogs in there, and my mom had some cats and things like that. Right on the other side of that is where the scream came from. And when it hit us, we live on a farm. Every single animal was dead silent. It knocked like that whole joking, hilarious. Everything about this is funny was turned off just like that. At the time, my buddy that was still there with me, he had a leg in a cast and I actually grabbed him and we I yanked him up and we went in the house dragging our cooler with us. He was freaked out. I I was freaked out. And we sat there and listened to the, like limbs and stuff breaking, whatever it was. And to this day, I, I've maintained, we didn't see anything, but we heard something there. And it was enough that it freaked us both out big time. And uh, it wouldn't be, uh, you know, there, there, I mean, it wouldn't be shit, two decades later, I guess. When I heard the scream again on a website, a YouTube channel, Thinker Thunker, I uh, I was talking to to Tyler about it, and I was and I told him the story, you know, and what had happened, and I I started getting on there and typing in, you know, like crazy screams, you know, and all this, and again, I wasn't I wasn't looking for Bigfoots, man, or, or Dogman, or anything. I just wanted to know what was that what makes that sound and it i landed on uh on thinker thunker and i pressed play and i'm listening and i'm like oh my god there it is hey this thing of Thunker. this guy left his camera out in the woods trying to film some deer and according to him it picked up a lot of noise a lot of screaming a lot of calls by a crazy homeless guy so i am gonna this is a contest of me trying to imitate this crazy homeless guy see if you can tell who is who here we go you think you know who's who let's go check it out okay big thanks to jeff stone he found and posted this video on thinkerthunker.com and if you look at the original video it is entitled screaming sounds in the woods Rocks thrown at camera, Georgia, 2013, posted by Jimmy Diller. 
go give Jimmy a subscribe and a thumbs up and a thank you for posting this. It's pretty amazing. Let's check it out. All right, so here we are with the greatest hits. I've got them cleaned up as well as I could get them. I've got them amplified and all chopped up, no spaces in between. So here we go. According to the guy that filmed this, this is a crazy homeless man. Here we go. Now, I'm gonna play that again. Listen to how complex a sound that is. Can you make that sound? Here comes the hoop. Now I'm going to play those three again. That's like a trumpeting sound. I mean, human vocal cords can't make a huge booming trumpeting sound like that. Amazing. Here come some grunts and snorts. If you could just suspend your disbelief for, for just a second and listen to this again and just imagine that we're hearing an unknown species speaking its native language. Here we go. Amazing. And we're going to end up on the stepped into a cold shower sound here. Here we go. Okay, so here we are back at the hooping contest. Two primates. Me versus the original, and I think you all know, I'm on the left, this is me, that is as good as I could do, and here's the deal. The missus and I, that's her name over on thinkerthunger.com in the forums, we were 60 feet apart in a parking lot, no trees to go through, nothing. She was holding a little Zoom H1 mic, had a little windscreen on it. And I was hooping, I was making that sound as loud as I possibly could. And that, that is the best I could get. Look, it didn't even make a proper looking WAV file versus this. And now the original. Who knows how far whatever that was, was making that sound away from the camera. And chances are it was only a little onboard, on-camera microphone, not that good a mic. So the original, and yeah, I, I've amplified it here and cleaned it up some, but look, look at its yellow intensity. Look how long that sound trails out versus mine. And mine, we were right next to some buildings, so there was kind of some natural reverb, but still, I, I could not even come close to matching the intensity of this sound. So. I mean, that 
sounds like an authentic, you know, primate sound that you might hear in a rainforest or at a zoo or something like that. This is just an enormously complex sound meant to travel a great distance. So, do I think it was some crazy homeless guy? Um, if it was, he's got 10 times the lung capacity I do and just crazy, complex vocal cords. Stay tuned for more Sasquatch Odyssey. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It made all the hair stand on the back of my neck again. You know, just like it did that night. It was like, it, it just brought it all back. And uh, I reached out to that friend who was with me that night. And I, I asked him, like, hey, you, do you remember that? You know, do you remember that sound? 
And he just straight will not talk to me about it. Or I'm like, I'm curious. I want to know. I want to know more about it. I want to, I want to experience. I want to talk to people who have heard that scream. You know, he, nope, he's done. He's out. You know, which kind of gave me, a, a, you know, another level of confirmation that what we heard that night was something that we'd never heard before or experienced. You know, it's, it's odd for a farm to go quiet. If anybody lives on a farm, you know, you kind of get used to the constant noise, you know, and, to hear something just pierce through all that were no dogs, no cats, no, we had ducks. I mean, ducks are noisy and not a single duck would make a sound, you know, no chickens, no nothing, you know, how still everything was, was what really left an impression on me. So that's kind of how I got interested. I wanted to talk to other people and hear if they heard something like that or, or, you know it is. I mean, you you want to know you're not crazy, you know. And uh, we've talked to a few that have heard it, you know, and that have heard that have experienced things like it. And every time we talk to them, and and they, you can hear the relief in their voice telling it, you know. And I, I'm like, man, I know what that feels like, you know. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. You know, you're gonna think I'm crazy, you know. But they start telling it, and it's it's a good feeling to to let them have a, you know. Someone who feels the same, you know, someone who can connect with them about it. Yeah. I always try to reiterate though. I, I, I didn't see a Bigfoot. I didn't see a dog, man. I'm probably lucky that I didn't, but I, uh, I definitely heard something that, uh, got me, uh, real interested. Before know? we move on to Josh and Tyler's stories, let's, let's talk a little bit about what you heard because I, I wasn't even really familiar with Thinker Thunker until just a couple of months ago when somebody reached out and said, you know, one of your shows is on Thinker Thunker and he's breaking it down with Les Stroud. And I'm like, no, I didn't know that. But I've heard people talk about sounds on his show. What was the sound that you heard? Was it like an Ohio howl type sound? Can you describe it for me in the audience what it is that you heard? Uh, okay. This is the most difficult part to describe because... If you take an animal out there, like, um, uh, say it's like a screech owl, most people have heard screech owls, you know, it, it's, it'll mess with you if you hear one, you know, especially if you're out in the woods by yourself and hear one, you yeah. don't know or what it is before. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. or you've never heard it. So there's a, there's the higher pitched part that sounds like a woman screaming. And then there's this low that accompanies it. And I cannot figure a better way. And even being a musician, I cannot think of a better way to describe it as unless you, you went to a, like a, a, say a keyboard and, and you used octaves. Say your, your high A was, was the scream and your low A was whatever that is that's with it. It's a crazy high pitch with this low end that kind of kicks out with it. And it's absolutely terrifying. Like I never want to hear it again. Unless it's safe on the internet where I can see a, you know, a video of somebody playing it for me. If I'm being honest, you know. I've heard things here on my property in North Carolina that I can't explain. I've talked about it on the show many times. I'm not going to bore people with it. But I've said before, when you hear something that you know is just not right, because I've heard just about the, anything there is in the woods between Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina, and North Carolina, I've heard it. And what I've heard here on the property is none of those things. 
So yes. when you hear that, it sticks out. And of course, it's in your brain. And I think one of two things happens. You either go into research mode and you want to find those answers, or you just yeah. shut down and say, nope, I'm out. Yeah. And like you said, I think either one of those things tends to sort of lead credence or lend credence to what happens when somebody has an experience. Because if somebody shuts down like that and they don't want to talk about it and there's real fear in their eyes, you kind of know that something's up. And yeah. I think the opposite is true. When people devote as much time as some people devote to the subject, you're either crazy or you're really trying to find some answers because there's really no in-between when it comes to this stuff. Either you believe in it and you're trying to prove it to yourself or whatever the case may be, but you just don't bullshit your way through this is what I'm trying to say. It's either one yeah. or the other, right? Tyler, what about you? Did that, what, was it his experience that got you interested in this stuff? Have you had your own experiences? I haven't, like, I want to say, like, I, I actually feel like I, I discovered my... Tell, tell the bear, dude. Yeah. Tell it. I can say that what, uh, we, we were talking about experiences and stuff on our show. This, like, ha I think we were a couple episodes in by now, and uh, I was telling him one time, it was like 10 years, I think I was like 10 years old, maybe 12 and I remember going into the back, uh, like I live in a, I lived in a subdivision and then they were, there was a lot of farmland and just rural land, just woods that as kids, we used to we ride our bikes back there all the time. And one day I went there back, uh, back there by myself and I was going over these, like these little ramps that like everybody's made. And the next, you know, I go over this one hump. I didn't see it at first, but then I kind of, it it like raised up the ground. And as I was climbing up this little uh, like hillside, I see this, it, I think it was a bear. I a hundred percent believe it's a bear, but I, we do not have any type of black bears in this area, but I've all, like, what stood out the most to me was it will look like it was looking for something. Like it was just like moving its head around, looking down the ground, like it was sniffing for something. But it never took the like interest in me, and I just remember like going back home, and I it's to this day I still believe it's a bear, and I even told like my friends and my parents, and they they are like there's no such like you sold a dog or something like that, and I was like it did not look like a dog, it was too big to be a, a dog unless this dog was super fat. <laughs> I'm just saying it look it like. You can tell when you look at a bear, the shape of its head, like the way that snout comes down, like it, it, it to me looked so much like a bear. And then he starts telling me, he's like, Hey man, like a lot of people's dog man sightings, they say it looks like a bear before it like gets up. And I'm like, please don't say that. Cause this is like <laughs> right behind, like it was right behind my parents' house. And I was like here for a minute. Uh, every time he, would talk about it. I'm like, yeah, well, that wasn't a bear, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was. He's like, it's it's a bear for sure. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's really not though. Keep telling yourself that, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, like, yeah, like I've always <clears throat> been interested in these like paranormal and cryptids and like unexplained stuff <clears throat> because there's always there's some answers out there that like I just don't think that people are too scared to talk about and just try to get it out and we understand it. So I guess that's, I feel like that's the reason why we started. He started to talk about his experience 
And we were like, man, like he was really wanting to figure out and see if anybody else had this. So that's why we kind of got uh, me and him started it and came together and we just started to talk about it, uh, talk about these things and see if we can get other people to talk to us to just understand what are they seeing. And I guess that's how like, yeah. And Josh came in, like he's, he was a guest a bunch of yeah. times and then he came in. Yeah. Like it was, it was like a good, like a fifth. We couldn't, we couldn't say that he wasn't part of the show anymore. It was like, it was silly to call him a guest. We're yeah. Like, you know, like, Hey man, this, you might as well just stay. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. So, Josh, what got you into it, man? Did you have experiences of your own? Man, it's back when I was a teenager, I was, uh, I remember being on the farm and the farm I grew up on was about 100 acres or better. And there was at least 40 acres of clear hay field where you could go out and see the night sky. I was also in a flight path. I was obsessed with planes and stuff growing up, so I would used to watch like the old World War II planes flying through to go to air shows. But I remember being out there at night with a few buddies and seeing the strange lights in the skies that don't make sense, that don't follow flight patterns, that aren't the right colors. You know, that I'd say is probably the beginning of it for me. I've never seen a, a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch or Dogman or any of those type of things, you know. I've had weird paranormal stuff happen to me over time. You know, the shadow people, the man in a hat, the thing in the corner of your eye, you turn and it's gone. The, you know, laying in bed and wake up and there's somebody in the room and then they're not anymore kind of things. That's more along the lines of what I've had experience with. And then there was, after I joined the show, I had a terrifying experience one morning walking the dog before work. I got growled at. and. I mean, I live in the country still, been around dogs my entire life. There's at least three packs of coyotes here, you know, wasn't a coyote, wasn't a dog, it wasn't a big cat. We tried to pull the security camera footage from my house, but it's so dark you couldn't see anything. But what was interesting was is we did find infrasound in the audio from it. Yeah. So, and, you know, so it's like... I'm the sort of uh, the more skeptic, I guess, out of the three of us. I'm I don't even believe my own stories, <laughs> you know. Like I experienced it, and I go, "Man, I've got to be crazy." There's no way I saw it. <laughs> There's no way I heard that, you know. So it's it, for me, it's the it's the folklore, it's the stories. It's I'm a huge horror fan. I love horror movies. I love creepy videos on the internet, you know. So hearing people tell me their stories, you know. I'm all for it. I just love hearing it. Stay tuned for more Sasquatch Odyssey. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and keto meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. 
and Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, we'll certainly talk a little bit about the show, but I want to talk uh, some about, we've talked about Dogman a couple of times, and I literally just got off an interview with a guy that lasted almost two hours, and he's a UFO experiencer. And this guy has so many stories. I was just blown away at how many times he says he's been abducted by aliens, he's got an implant in his hand, and he's written several books. And this guy's a Vietnam veteran. I mean, he served his country and was in Vietnam. One of his second book is actually about his service in Vietnam and some of the things that he experienced there. And I'm listening to his stories and he is so genuine. But I'll be honest, I have a hard time with some of the things that he said, right? Because yeah. Yeah. it's like the the shows I put out recently over the last couple of weeks, the 50 years in Bigfoot, the Janice Carter story from Tennessee. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that or not. Probably. Janice had so many different way out there kind of things. Like she had these clan of Bigfoot on her property. They speak 20 languages. She knows their language, you know, and I've had people texting me and I've had listeners writing me and saying, God, what about that Janice Carter lady? And I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know. The jury's still out for me. I've got some opinions that I'm going to share on the show here in the next couple of weeks, but the end of every single one of those correspondence, whether it was somebody texting me or somebody sending me an email was, yeah, but what if she's right? What if she's not full of shit? And I'm like, well, you know, that's a possibility, right? She right, could right. be telling the truth and everything she says could be real. Hey, everybody I, thought Bob Lazar was full of, full of crap. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I was on I was in that camp for a long time until I saw the documentary that came out recently and I'm like, yeah, I'm not so sure that that guy's not telling the truth. I'd love right. to have him on the show. I've been trying to get him, but he's literally in the middle of nowhere and he's a hard road to hoe to get on a show. But I'm trying to pull some strings. I know some people. So maybe we'll have a Bob Lazar show one of these days. That'd but awesome. I want to talk a little bit about like Dogman, for example, right? You know, okay. I've, I've had some conversations with people recently. It came up during the Janice Carter thing. She talked about Dogman and knowing the difference in Dogman hair versus Bigfoot hair and blah, blah, blah. I tell you, I've always had a hard time with Dogman. Uh, but I've talked to some really credible people and I guess it's my cop brain that just doesn't allow me to check any boxes on dog man because I don't know how it could physically exist in the world. Thank you. Yes. But there are so many credible people who say they have encounters. I guess my question is this, have you guys talked to people on your show that have had dog man encounters and where are you at on the whole dog man phenomenon? I'll go first if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so being the skeptic I am, but it, it when you look at it in a rationale, it, you know, the dogman MO does not match the stories. So that's, you know, I've always thought it was just a a spin-off of a werewolf story. You know? So Sorry. I'm you know, I cannot force myself to think dogman's real because it doesn't make sense evolutionary. Or the stories versus the folklore, you know. So yeah, I, that's my take on it. I I just I've always thought I think we've said this on our show before is that we I think it might be a mis uh, misinterpretation. Maybe it's a sighting of a Sasquatch. I know people said that there's different types of Sasquatch out there. Like so, like one of them could probably have the like uh, the characteristics of it. Uh, of a of a dog because they always say it looks more like a not like a wolf but like a uh, what was it a German Shepherd style yeah. head and they say it's ripped like you know really where I'm gonna go yeah you like but you know where I'm and like those. I think we've had a couple people on our we've had one guy on our show he he said that he he found a den. Oh, he had a family of, on his farm. Yeah, fa- no, I know it was the 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 investigator <laughs> dude. His face was what I was thinking when we heard that. Yeah, and he said he found a den that, that I guess there there was baby dogmen. Oh, that was before me. I was thinking the guy that had the ones that, that was, there was like a white one and a gray one. Oh yeah, but <laughs> I was just saying is that he said he had pictures, <laughs> but he wouldn't show them. Right. Because he was afraid that people would know where the like location was, and he didn't want to. He was afraid that. that somebody could identify the leaf on a plant in the background of the photograph and use that to geographically locate where he was. And so, with that, I, I, I get a little those types of like people talking to us. I get into the realm. I'm like, I, I can't believe your story because you're. It seems like you're trying. You're you're deliberately moving around to make just just to have a story you're not giving us true facts you're just you're tiptoeing around so and that's what's hard like if somebody actually is out there that's had an experience with one of these creatures i wish they would come forward because the people that are coming forward i don't believe that they've actually had an insight uh, uh, uh an encounter but go ahead i know you're i know I you're waiting at the bit. yeah i uh well brian I'm about to probably bury our little show before it ever becomes anything. <laughs> so, 
Aberrant kangaroos. All right. Got a lot of hate for this one. Yeah. Okay. I remember that one. It's uh, about the size of a man. Looks like a dog. It's ripped. Big black claws. And it smirks at people. And red eye shine. And red eye shine. So Look up how many kangaroos are in the United States. People buy them. They don't want to take care of them. They turn them loose. Happens all the time. There's more tigers in Ohio than there are in the wild. I put this out there and got a comment. It's like my favorite. I'm going to get a tattoo of this. Oh, yeah. that's best My favorite ever. comment of all time was someone from a, some... Well, back up and say, Pro Dogman channel. It was a video that you and I dissected. We dissected a video and, and basically uh, lined up the movement of the leg in the video with a kangaroo, and it matched. Yeah. Someone com- comes up to us or, or puts a comment that says, um, kangaroos loose in the United States. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that was the line. Yeah, and I'm like, that's, the, that's where you draw your line in the sand? <laughs> it's not... Man-sized dogs or werewolves, it's kangaroos. Okay. I'm not going to argue with you. You know, whatever you want. The problem is exactly what he said. The stories I get told are not matching up the pictures I'm seeing. Now, hey, love it or hate it, Bigfoot's got a lot of good footage and a lot of good pictures out there. Whether you want to lean either way, you can lean real accommodated. You could lean... What uh, Gigantopithecus, I've heard that one till it's blue in the face. Megathropus. Megathropus. You know, if you want to go, you know, the dog man is a type of Sasquatch, go Dinopithecus. That's a man-sized baboon they lived back when the Gigantopithecus did. Whatever you want to do there. Got better publicity, a lot more evidence to support it. Also, nature has a blueprint for it. Gigantopithecus was an actual creature. A lot of this stuff... Nature designed it, built it once. You know, yeah. nature knows better than we do. Dog man, nature did. I, I don't see where nature would have ever needed to build one unless we're going the supernatural route and saying, you know, hey, it's a skinwalker, shapeshifter, whatever you want to say. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that was that was the other thing I was going to bring up is I think maybe and this is sort of the conclusion I've drawn on the show because I've had paranormal experiences that I can't explain and things that I've heard and seen that just don't make sense in our physical realm. So I believe that there are things that are paranormal and supernatural and maybe even interdimensional. And that's the only thing that makes any sense to me that if, if these people, and I, I do, I don't, I want to make light of everybody who's had a dogman sighting, but if you've had one of those sightings and it's not a misidentification and you are being genuine with what you're saying, as far as what happened in your encounter, there's got to be something to it. And that's the only thing that I've ever been able to make any sense of it is that it's got to be something either demonic or supernatural, physical flesh and blood creature. But yet, you know, you hear stories about people shooting them and they bleed and, you know, all of these things. But at the end of the day, for me, Dogman just doesn't fit in a physical box. It's more of a supernatural or a something that maybe even interdimensional. Let's talk a little bit about you mentioned the evidence. Let's talk about evidence and this phenomenon that I have seen over the last, I don't know, year plus of doing the show of people, I don't know if you're having people send you evidence and send you pictures and videos and saying, hey, there's a Bigfoot or hey, there's a dog man. Yeah. And it's nothing but leaves and pine needles. Right. Yeah. We have a running joke on the show that that's all you need to carry on you is a, a camera 
if yeah. if you're you know you get into a dogman encounter just pull your camera out he'll turn into a bush and you're you're good just walk away backwards while you're holding the camera at him you'll be fine <laughs> well i heard i think it was your most recent episode i was listening to i heard tyler say something and he dipped his toe into the water so i'm going to push you over the edge tyler <laughs> Because I've talked about this on the show before, I've gotten to the point where I've questioned myself and saying, okay, is it possible? Let's just throw it out there for theory, right? Is it possible that people are seeing these things because they're meant to see them and I'm not? Is that possible or are they just all crazy? Well, don't all answer at once. (laughs) (laughs) I I personally, I was good. I I think I said that when I like, because that was like, how our guest was like saying that I guess we can't see like, cause uh, I think I know what the episode you're talking about. <laughs> he could see through the veil and I could, I don't want to say it. Like, I'm not saying that he can't or not. Like, I know there's some things that can't be explained. I know there's things like, I know experience that Denny has went through. That's very supernatural where it, it really can't be explained. But so I, yeah, there's probably a, a thing where, I, I want to go with Denny's right on that. He said, I don't believe like, cause they, and then you say that when the ships first came to America, uh, it was just, yeah, but they were going back and forth. Like the yeah. ships came to America, but yeah, the chief, the chiefs are like the medicine man or whatever are the only ones that could comprehend the ships, but the other people couldn't because they've never seen a ship before. It's like they like they couldn't see it because they didn't have prior knowledge. Yeah, they didn't have prior knowledge and of it. I argued that they know what a canoe is. It's yeah. just a giant canoe. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, I see stuff all the time and go, "What the heck is that?" I've never seen it before. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but I can perceive it. So I, I really feel like it has to. Like, I don't think physical objects like that. Like you, yeah, you can perceive it, but if it. If it's like a supernatural thing, I think you either have to have some type of gift or something of that nature, or maybe we evolved like we evolved away from it because of how much we are so I think it's more of the red car syndrome. Red mm. Once you have something happen, yeah, you're looking for it for the rest of your life. Yeah. 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 I've had some weird stuff happen. And yeah, I'm always always on the look. Yeah, it, it's I can't help it. It's second nature now to always be checking the negative spaces. You know, the dog man thing, my argument against that, as far as whether you're meant to see it or not, I'm arguing against it as a biological entity. That's my argument. It, you know, as far as, you know, the interdimensional and all that stuff. We really, as a people, have to stop talking about dimensions as if they are supernatural. Dimensions are not supernatural. It's not a faith-based thing. Dimensions exist in physics. (laughs) We can perceive all the way up to the third dimension. Because we exist in the third dimension. We can't perceive things that exist in the fourth and fifth and sixth dimension. Now. I would have to say that we can perceive things in, you know, 2D and 1D if we look at it. So I'd almost have to say that something that exists in a further up dimension could perceive us. Maybe every now and again we get a glimpse. I don't know. 
but I really think we got to stop looking at dimensions as supernatural. I, I don't believe they're supernatural. I don't believe ghosts are supernatural. Well, let's talk a little bit about Bigfoot evidence, right? We touched on that a little bit. Where, where are you guys on the Patterson-Gimlin film, some of the bigger stuff that's out there? And we could even dip our toe in the Todd standing. I haven't talked about him in a week or so. People are getting their emails ready. They hate it when I talk about Todd. <laughs> but where, where are you guys on the Patterson-Gimlin film and some of the other evidence that's out there? Is there anything that sticks out? Like, Well, let's start with the PG film. I mean, do you think that's a real creature? And is there anything that sticks out about it one way or the other that has swayed you over the years? Stay tuned for more Sasquatch Odyssey. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. be honest with you uh when i first saw the patty film it was years ago and i was younger and at first glance i'm like that's a dude in a suit it, i mean it's you know i that was my first it wasn't until 
the recent things where I started diving in and I'm like, wow, you know, suit is really advanced for that year, like really advanced. And then, and then it went further with like, wow, that suit has muscle movement in the legs. Hey, look, the toes on the suit actually grab the ground. That's weird. You know, it, it kind of just came in little steps for me where I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that is real. You know, I, I mean, it's the, it's the reigning champion. As far as evidence goes, yeah, I mean nobody, like nobody, has been able to take that one down. Yeah, I mean, I mean they the, the, they don't even agree with each other about it. They, yeah, I mean, even if they agree that it's really Pat, like Patty's an actual Sasquatch, they still yeah. won't agree with each other on how to get to that conclusion. So it's like, yeah, she's she's the right. reigning. Well, I mean, even Patterson and Gimlin, <laughs> or Gimlin don't agree with each other. Like at the end, they started arguing. One said it was a fake, and the other one says, "No, he's lying. It's real." You know, so oh. it's you know, I can't disprove it. I think it's fantastic. I love it. I hope it's real. I really do. Yeah. I hope it's real because that would be amazing. But I don't know if it is. You know, I'm. I don't believe that I have the enough of the education to be able to dissect it enough to decide whether it's real or fake. There's just there's a lot of things that go on in that in that short clip that if you break it down and you're law enforcement so I know that you you love you know probably probably dissecting patterns and I'm sure you have a behavioral pattern list that's as long as is my arm but you know like like the gate you know the 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 actual stepping gate if you're a guy in a suit especially a bigger guy we're all bigger dudes. If you're a bigger guy and you're wearing a suit like that, you're not walking like that through the woods. You're, I, I mean, I would be, I'd be tripping all the way through that if it was me. Right. You know, let's face it. You'd look like the Jack's Link Sasquatch. That would be me. Yeah. You know, that's how you would walk and run and move. That the, yeah. like he says, the stride, the gait, everything about it is. When she turns her different. head. Yeah. When she turns the her head muscles. while she's walking, the locomotion, uh, the body, the, the spine, everything stays. Where if you look at a, a human being in a suit and as they turn, it's not going to work that way. We, you know, we've evolved to be very lazy in our locomotion. You know, we don't put tons of energy into movement because we don't have to. So when we are walking through the woods, this is my walk through the woods, and we turn, we literally do this thing. And then we, you know, oh, God, I'm tripping over things. Yeah, we can't do that. You know, but if you've got big old feely toes that are kind of keeping you way more stable and they're, you know, a lot wider, I don't know, man. Patty's the reigning queen, in my opinion. Yeah, I tend to agree. And I've, I've talked to people like Meldrum I've had on the show. And when I had the conversation with Meldrum about it, it was sort of the epiphany for me because I've been on the fence and I'm still to this day. There's days I watch it and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It kind of looks like maybe it's Bob Hieronymus. And then the other days I'm like, no, I don't think that's really the way it could be. But like you said, I get into these conversations. There's fans of mine that are diehard Todd Standing fans. And anytime I say anything disparaging about Todd's videos and those things, yeah. they, they come out of the woodwork and they're like, how do you know? Well, I can't prove that his stuff is fake. I can just right. give you my opinion. And it's, it's like Doug Hycheck says to me all the time, it's the three-second rule, right? It's like you said, the first time I looked at the Patterson-Gimlin film, I sort of had the opposite. I, I was like, no, nah, that kind of looks real to me. And if you get that within the first couple of seconds of looking at something, and then, of course, you know, as things progress yeah. and you get these 4K 
videos that people are doing and isolations and things where you can see things, whoa, like you couldn't see before, then it just sort of solidifies that. But I tell you, everything that I've ever seen that Todd Standing has put out that says this is a Bigfoot on film, I call bullshit because it it just, within the first two or three seconds, it just doesn't pass the smell test for me. And to his credit, he has never wavered in the fact that he claims this to the point of literally like three days ago, I was getting calls from him to come up on an expedition in Canada to prove that what he's saying is real. And I'm like, dude, I don't doubt that I would probably come up there and find a footprint or have some sort of experience. I don't doubt that part of the story. That's not what I'm saying. And I really wanted to try to make it work and I just couldn't make it work with my schedule. So I'm hoping I'll get to do it sometime in the future. So Todd, if you're listening, Kyle, if you're listening, I will come on an expedition, just not today. That said, I don't, I don't <laughs> doubt, would you say? I, I've talked a lot of crap about Todd with a disclaimer. I think that if he has ever faked anything, it's because he's trying to get it. He wants to show you what happened to him, whatever he saw. I'm not going to sit here and say whether he did or not, but I'm saying the dude's been doing it for a long time. Most people lose interest if they're, if they're hoaxing. He's either, he's either on to something or a psychopath. I, I don't know. I'm just saying the dude's really, really passionate. And I tend yeah. to agree because I, I stumbled across it the other day. There was something, some guy sent me an angry email and I went over to his YouTube page and he's got some of the video some of his video is audio from my show when I have an opener where I've taken some of the audio from Todd on my show saying that if he faked it, he faked it for species recognition, right? He said that on my show. Now in context, to be fair, he didn't say I faked the videos and this is why. He said he was having a conversation with somebody who said, if you faked this, you did it for species recognition. So Todd never said, that he did that, right? So let's be, yeah. let's be, let's be intellectually honest and right. be clear on the record. I'm not saying that he ever said that he faked it for any reason. But this guy was going, he's clearly a lunatic. If you watch the video, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to say the YouTube channel. I don't want to put it out there for people to go watch. But this guy's raking me over the coals because he's saying that I'm part of the problem and I'm not bringing truth to the matter and I'm just in it for the money and I'm doing all these shows and I'm not really spreading the truth that my platform allows me to have the ability to do blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, he's pirating my audio to use on his YouTube page. But I said all that to say a lot of people point to that, right? They say if Ty did this, it is because he's trying to get him recognized. He's trying to get the species recognized. He's trying to do it for the right reasons. And I've said that so many times. I don't believe the videos are real, but I do believe he's had real experiences and probably continues to have them. And I hope they have some on this expedition that I didn't get to go on this month. But at the end of the day, that doesn't make the videos real. And it's the same thing with the Patterson-Gimlin film. People talk shit about Roger Patterson and his past and what he did, and he was this and he was that, and he lied to people. It's about those 60 seconds of film that you have to really pinpoint down. And that's all. If you take all the other crap away from Todd, you have to judge what's on those videos. And if you look at the videos, they just don't look real to me. I may be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I want his videos to be real. I've said that so many times. I would love for them to be real. I just don't think they are. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm right there with you on that. He's very passionate for sure. And I'm definitely guilty of talking quite a lot of crap about him 
uh, an embarrassing amount now that we're bringing it up, to be honest with you. But uh, at the end of the day, it's like the dude's been at it for that long. I don't know. You know, I, I just feel like if I was ever in the opportunity to go on an expedition with Todd Standing, I'd probably catch myself studying him more than actually looking for Sasquatch. <laughs> I'd be like probably just honed in on his uh, body language the entire time and watching his eyes dilate when he tells me stories and et cetera, so forth. You know, the tricks. <laughs> yeah. I would probably be right there with you. And, you know, like I said, I hope I get to do it. I was really looking forward to hopefully doing it this month. It just didn't work out, but you know, hopefully it's a standing invitation. He, he's a really good dude. No matter what you say about the guy, he's a good dude. Kyle's a great kid, the one who does the Discovering Bigfoot podcast. He's a great guy. And they, they really are doing things for the right reason, for the most part, I think. I just, I just don't agree with faking anything, right? I just don't, I don't think that does anybody anything. It certainly doesn't do any service for the researchers, the people that are boots on the ground trying to get things done. And I think it just sets us back every time somebody fakes a footprint or a video or a picture or whatever the case may be. Oh, yeah. yeah there's a, a plethora of Facebook pages out there that are just spewing garbage. I sent one to our private chat between each other. I saw the other day, and I'm not going to name the page, but, you know, it was very obviously a human footprint unless the Sasquatch grew up wearing shoes. You know, <laughs> like, have you ever seen pictures of people that didn't wear shoes growing up? Their toes are splayed. This was obviously, I wore a narrow shoe when I should be wearing a wide for 15, 20, 30 years <laughs> and then stepped in the mud with my shoe on. You know, the toes are like curled under each other, you know, like, come on, man. You got to, if you're going to fake it, at least put some effort in, you know, yeah. don't be five foot eight and 115 pounds and stomp in the mud, you know. <laughs> it's like that one picture that we, I, I think we saw, it was, what was it like? It was that one that looked so fake, but it was like in so many. It was in Missouri oh, and Kentucky. It was the oh, same yeah. picture. Meth squatch. Yeah. yeah. The, the meth squatch. The, yeah. It's a super thin Sasquatch that's next to a lake in every state. And <laughs> yeah. the they same get a picture. picture of this. And it, I don't know, it looks like the same picture, but it's in different states. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't think that's half as bad, though. I mean, there's, you know, there's definitely worse out there. I definitely agree. So ultimately, where are each of you guys on the Bigfoot thing, right? Do you think these things are real creatures? Do you think they're, most of the people that are seeing what they say they see are actually seeing a Sasquatch? You know, I've had people on the show, Peter Byrne on the show and said he didn't think there was anything like, or east of the Rockies. So what do you guys think these things are? Where are they coming from? Do you think they're real? Where are you individually on the subject? Uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, when I first started looking into this, I was way on the, I don't believe in Sasquatch at all. And, uh, I stumbled onto the BFRO and, um, I started looking through cause I'm like, Oh, there's so many. So I was like, okay, we're in Kentucky. I'm just going to look in Kentucky. I started looking through and I, I just literally went down every single encounter and just read every single one. And one night me and him got on there and we only kept the ones that displayed a certain behavior pattern. And we're still working it out, the, you know, the, the details of that. But 
there's a specific pattern. And unfortunately, like, I don't want this to come off like I'm, you know, saying bad things about BFRO or anything, but 95% of those sightings didn't fit this certain pattern. Whatever made this pattern does it every year for the last 20 or so years. And the pattern repeats. So it's either something living or it's a hoaxer who's just super dedicated to the point where he's willing to spend 20 years doing it in hopes that some random guy in Kentucky is going to pick it up, pick up this, this minute detail. If I have to draw a line in the sand, it seems like that's what you want from me. You want a line in the sand here. (laughs) I think that there's something there. There's something. I just can't get on board with there's 10,000 of them and there's there's a breeding population and that they ride around on spaceships. I'm saying that there's something. And at some point you have to take the history. You know, this is this is not something that's new. This is something that's as old as the country itself. And beyond that, indigenous people, you know, they don't even look at it like it's not a cryptid to them. You know, my, my grandmother was was a Kiowa Apache Indian. It's not a cryptid to them. It's just that's a tribe. That's just that's just a tribe. It's not a, it's not this. Oh, my God. Bigfoot. They don't care. You know, they're like, yeah. Wow. You're 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 interested in that, huh? Yeah, we knew about that. So their stories talk about it throughout, you know, throughout all this time and whatever. I start looking through these these certain behaviors about certain things it does. There's a lot of stories out there that don't fit this, too. There's behavioral things. Some of the aggressive stories that I've heard are a little bit weird to me. 95% of what I've been looking at that spans multiple decades are not aggressive encounters at all. It's passing through. You know, it, it's more like a, you just happen to caught me out. I don't think they see too good when the light's transitioning from sun, you know, from, from sundown to sunup, that little weird, what do you call it? What's the right word? Twilight, Twilight, you know, and the, the, the failing light or whatever you want to call it, that, that, that weird light change that happens. I don't think their eyes are so good for that. I do. I think they're nocturnal. I really do, but I just don't think there's that many of them. Stay tuned for more Sasquatch Odyssey. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factors' delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. 
And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com slash odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com slash odyssey50 to get 50% off now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is he the spokesperson for you guys, too? Is that where you guys are at, Josh and Tyler? I, I feel like we're we're on the same page. Uh, I feel like I don't how to put it. I I will say this: if it like if I believe in that, it's a flesh and blood creature. Absolutely. I don't think it's a supernatural. I've heard portals that it could go through portals and do this. I I, I just I can't get on on board with that. It's just it's it's never been in my like I I just can't just go around that but a primitive primate i could i could get around that we've always said that there's there's blueprints that's been through time that's and i think we've said it before this is the first time that we're considered walking alone as a like i mean this era would be the first time a, a single hominid has walked by itself yeah that seems odd i mean Nobody really kind of nobody points that out. So yeah, I feel like that would be my like I like that's where I would stand on it. I do believe people are seeing something, but I don't know if it could be that relic hominid or I know uh, Josh has said uh, what is it a royal or how we said a royal human oh, or uh, feral feral human feral human. Yeah, because if you take a look at uh, stories from back. Um, in the 60s and 70s, the pot farmers in the Pacific Northwest, they were growing at such volumes that if they left for any reason, they could get wiped out. And, you know, you spend a year of season prepping, growing, ready to harvest, somebody wipes you out, you're going hungry, you know. And there's lots and lots and lots of stories of these guys that are up in these mountains that have been there. And in two, three months of being alone in the mountains with no other humans to speak to they stop using the english language 
they stop vocalizing like they don't even talk to themselves anymore it's grunts and things you know so imagine a population if you would of feral humans that you know were wearing animal skins now you take that and that might explain some of your distance sightings some of your rock throwing you know the i don't want you to know i'm here i'll throw a rock at you so you go that way so i can go this way you know that explains some of that I don't know if if Sasquatch, Bigfoot, whatever you want to call it, is real. It's flesh and blood. It's going to be of this world. You know, I want it to be real, but for the most part, I think a lot of the stories are just hand-me-downs from a time when, like, say, Meganthropus existed alongside humans, which was an eight-foot to nine-foot-tall, hairy, bipedal creature. You know, so maybe some of these stories have just kept going. You know, we have that still to this day with lots of things where the old stories just keep coming through. But I don't know. You know, I, I haven't seen one. You know, I've seen picture evidence of footprints and things from close friends. And, you know, you think somewhere in history, somewhere back in ancient history and prehistoric time, at some point, either a human, a homo sapien or, or a relative saw a gigantopithecus. So we know someone's seen one, for sure. Someone yeah. saw Bigfoot at some point. We just yeah. don't know. We're Megan. We're Megan Thropus. Or yeah. Megan Thropus. Yeah. And if they saw Dinopithecus, they probably didn't live to. to... They're very mean. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Kentucky X Files, guys. Let's talk a little bit about the show, how it got started, and what people can expect when they tune in and, and listen to you guys. Oh, <sighs> it's a mess. It's, yeah. It's yeah. just a mess. It's a little show. We, you know, we we have no like you're you're the real deal. You're you're the you're the big big hitter, right? Right. We are the polar opposite of you. It's like herding cats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we we get on and we talk about weird stuff. We kind of like have this campfire feel, you know, like hey, just just jump in with us. We don't care what you want to tell us. We'll listen. We want to hear it. Yeah, we've heard some some wild stuff, you know, from Bigfoot stuff to UFO stuff. Mike Michael's story, oh, I thought that was an incredible yeah, story. Incredible story. Yeah. This man, you know, he had like paranormal things that happened to him, UFO sightings, like up close, you know, lost time. He had a like a face to face encounter with aliens, you know, and that's what we're into. We want to hear it. We want to, you know, if you want to sit down at our like campfire and talk to us about it, get on in here. You know, yeah. we, and, and if you're listening to, you know, Kentucky X-Files, if we don't have a phone in guest, if you don't like what oh, we're talking yeah. about in the first five minutes, give it a second. <laughs> Cause we're probably yes. going to talk about oh, something man. else and then something else and then something else. There's no script. We just, it's three buddies that, you know, sit in the garage and, you know, let the yeah, crickets we, chirp in the background while we talk about anything and everything. I think we've had a couple, like, uh, fans say, like, hey, can I just send you a notebook so you can write down some ideas <laughs> so you guys can stay on track? Yeah, uh, it would help, probably. It would help. But that's the whole idea is, is we didn't do this because we wanted to, to jump into the, you know, the like the, the big cryptid, the, the heavy hitters like you guys, you know, and, and all that. We jumped in because we're just a a few guys that like talking about the unknown, asking cosmic questions, you know? Yeah. 
We want to know how stuff works. We want to know why people see the stuff they see. We want to know why, you know, why is it that there's a, you know, the, the triangle, uh, what is it? The triangle UFO that's seen all over Kentucky. Why do people lose time? I think, yeah. I think we yeah. actually, I think we figured that out. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We think we, yeah. we, we're, <laughs> we feel pretty confident. Yeah. Our, um, our drummer actually experienced the black triangle. And on his episode, we started talking about how we think that people lose time. Yes. Well, you can't leave us hanging, man. You got to tell us how okay. we lose time. <laughs> yeah. This, like, I'm so excited to tell you this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody says the same thing whenever, whenever this thing is close, right? It's, it's this triangle, lights, big red light in the middle, right? And it's huge. It's gigantic. If you heard about this thing, I mean, is, is this something that, when you're talking about this triangle, I've, I've not heard about the Kentucky one, but I actually have uh, Dr. Kitai that's coming on that was one of the main witnesses of the one out in Las Vegas back in the 90s. She's coming on at the end of the month, and it's very similar. I'm, I'm nodding because it's very similar to what you're describing. Right on. Okay. So the thing is silent. It's absolutely silent, and it's, it's flying all over the place. People are sitting there looking at it, and they lose time. Well, Long time ago, there was this guy that came up with this this theory of relativity, right? You got you've probably heard of him, right? So he comes up with this theory that time and space are are relative. And well, what we what did we learn as we went on that gravity is essentially, you know, you have to have gravity if you want time, right? So if something can disrupt gravity, then you're gonna lose time. If you happen to be caught in the beam of it, right? Well, another, you know what? What do we get in uh, some of these uh, encounters? Right, the ship was over my house. I couldn't move. Well, why is that? Perhaps you've been subjected to a bit more gravity than you're used to. Yeah. So you're losing time and you can't move. They don't. If it wants to do something to you, it doesn't have to do anything. There's no special magic beam. Just use its engine. Yeah. Because wherever the thing's flying, it's going to disrupt time in a bubble around it. You yeah. crank the throttle, more time gets disrupted. Our theory is that the engine that's in the ship can actually control and create singularity events, which would be like a small controllable black hole, which explains the being able to travel distances. Yeah that are ridiculous and if it can create a singularity event if it has enough power to create its own black hole then it absolutely could disrupt gravity time and be silent because it's going to be moving faster than what's audible and being able to manipulate time and space means that you don't have to come from across the galaxy yep you know a little a little trip into some reading with augustus ferdinand mobius and you know that the closest point between a and b is the Mobius strip fold time and space and just hop on over. And that would take a being that operates on a higher dimension. Very interesting theories, guys. So where can people find the show? How can they get you and how can they get in contact with you? Oh, we're all over the place. We're on YouTube and Spotify and iTunes, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Apple podcast. You can throw a rock out there and find us at this point. I think we're on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we got a Facebook. We got a Patreon. Yeah. One guest. <laughs> we got one Patreon. Oh, yeah. 
Shout out to Tr- Tr- Travis. Yeah, the keeping Travis. the scene alive. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Travis. Good man. Well, I will link to all that stuff in the show notes. You guys can find them over there. You guys go check out Kentucky X Files. Josh, Tyler, Denny, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. I've had a blast talking to you guys. I may have to be a phone-in guest on the show. I'm going to call you up and crank call you. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I just hope you're ready to waste an entire hour of your life. You're never going to get back. (laughs) I just might do that. Get off the phone with us and you feel dumber. It's totally our fault. (laughs) Just keep in mind, if we say something stupid, it's because we are. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate it.
Hey everyone, it's Brian. Do you like saving time? I know I certainly do. One of the ways that I save time is enjoying Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto Meals. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. You can fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals in just two minutes. They have a wide variety of options for your entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And one of the best things about these delicious meals is there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat with no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And Factor meals are flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need as you choose your meals every week. And plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor truly is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head over to factormeals.com odyssey50 and use code odyssey50 to get 50% off. That's code odyssey50 at factormeals.com odyssey50 to get 50% off now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.